In this episode of the Directed Life Audio Experience, we're going to answer the question, should Christians listen to secular music? Welcome to the Directed Life Audio Experience. I'm your host, Cap Chatfield. This podcast exists to help creatives find and fulfill their calling to flip culture upside down. And we don't want you to miss any of the episodes. So please, if you're listening on podcasts, hit subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe, hit the like button, hit the bell for notifications. And I also want you to know the Directed Life store is up and running. This podcast is powered by all the merch that we sell. So you can get some merch today, get a directed cap, get a t-shirt, sweatshirt. If you're living in Alaska, get a tank top, all sorts of gear there, thedirectedlife.com. And if you stock up and you get a cart of over $100 worth of value, you can use the code gimme that 20 g-i-m-m-e-d-a-t two zero give me that 20 you get 20 percent off of your entire cart for purchases over 100 bucks so make sure you check that out now let's hop into the episode this topic is certainly a very controversial topic and uh i think if you've seen the enneagram video that we posted on youtube a while ago me and my wife you're probably you kind of land in one or two camps when you think about us and the content that we put out. You either think that, you know, we're pursuing the Lord, we care about God's sheep, we care about God's word, we just care about honoring him and everything we do, or you fall into this camp of thinking that we're legalistic and we're trying to just pop people's bubbles and we're just out to, you know, look for the devil under every rock. And I'm going to tell you real quick that if that's what you were looking to do, coming to this video, coming to this episode, and trying to find some more reasons to call us legalistic, you're going to be sorely disappointed because that is definitely not the point, and it's not even going to be close to what you get out of this episode because the heart of this is not to tell you what to do. If anything, the heartbeat of the directed life is to teach you as you're listening to live a life directed by the Holy Spirit. Allow him to lead you in your convictions. Allow him according to to the word of God, according to what he's saying to you on a moment by moment basis, let him teach you, let him guide you into truth. But as I'm here and as the Lord has allowed me, given me this privilege to use this microphone to speak what he says in his word to creatives, my hope is that you just take what I'm saying and you pray about it and you really seek his direction for your life because I think this is pretty important. So I'm gonna go off the bat and just kind of answer this question for you real quick, give you the short answer. The answer is it's irrelevant. It's not about whether you listen to secular music or sacred music. In fact, I would say that there's no distinction between the two or there shouldn't be any distinction between the two. It's not like you have your, your, your sacred category over here and your secular category over here. God wants our lives to be worship from beginning to end in every element, every facet. He wants us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice as unto him. So whether you're you're listening to a song that uh, explicitly talks about Jesus or you're listening to a song that's a love song or a song just about life and fun or whatever, as long as it's glorifying him, that's all that matters. It's like allow everything that you do to worship him and everything you do. And so that's the simplicity of it. It's not about, oh, did this song, was this song made by a Christian? Was it on the worship playlist on Spotify? That's not, it's not what God's interested in. But I will say he is certainly interested in your heart and he's certainly interested in what you're putting in your body because what you intake is what you will output eventually. I want to share 
this scripture with you because this scripture came to mind. I was actually, I wasn't even seeking out this topic. I was just reading the word. I read the word every day, get in the Bible, got my daily readings. And this scripture popped out like crazy from Psalm 101. And I thought this is such an important verse for creatives to, to pay attention to. And I'll explain why, but this is what it says. Psalm 101 verse three. It says, I will refuse to look at anything vile or vulgar. I'm going to say that again. I will refuse not to do, not to partake in, not to celebrate, not to post on Instagram. I will refuse to look at anything vile or vulgar. Now, you might be thinking, okay, well, what's the standard of what's vile and what's vulgar? Because couldn't that be up to someone's interpretation? Here's what's amazing about you being a creative submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit. You don't own you anymore. Your life isn't your own. You were bought at a price. So you never get to set the standard. God sets the standard. And that that's what we're trying to teach creatives who are engaged in this podcast and engaged in this content is that you are not the director of your life. He's the director. And if you want to live a life of fulfillment and purpose, it's time for you to lay down your personal privileges and say, Lord, director, how do you want to direct me in my consumption of content? What do you want me to watch on Netflix? What do you want me to listen to on Spotify? What podcasts do you want me to listen to? Actually invite him into those, those moments, have a conversation with him about it, and he will show you, he will lead you and tell you what's vile and what's vulgar. I'll tell you something that's really interesting. So I'll give you a story. So um, I am a filmmaker. I love great uh, cinematography. I love great story. I love good acting. I love just the craft of storytelling. And so before I became a Christian, it was like I would watch anything and I would appreciate anything because I really saw the craft behind it. And maybe you can relate. It might not be for film, but it could be for art. It could be for music. It could be for fashion. It could be anything like that, right? And so that was just my bent. But when I became a Christian, I discovered that there were certain movies that I would watch or TV shows that I would watch that all of a sudden like would put me in a real tailspin. Like I would just get this gloom over me. I'd get like just kind of depressed and down and in a funk. And I would notice that like if I would space out, my my thoughts started going down these very weird and like sometimes just not necessarily like super dark and twisted, but just not normally how I would think. But the more that I would consume this stuff, the more I started to like just entertain thoughts that weren't glorifying the God that were vile and were vulgar. And then what I also noticed was my dream life started to get really, really twisted. Like I started to have these dreams that just like were out of my will and out of what I would normally want it when I was conscious. And it was just disgusting. The things that I saw and I would wake up feeling condemned and defiled, like, Whoa, that felt so real. And so I was praying into, uh, there was a show, a specific show, a zombie show that I was watching for a while with my wife. And there, there came a point where I was just like, Lord, I can't deal with these dreams anymore. What's going on. And he showed me that the dreams were related to me allowing this show into my psyche. I was letting my guard down and I was setting my eyes upon things that were vile and vulgar to the Lord. And what I was doing was I was opening myself up to demonic oppression. I like, I was literally opening myself up to demonic warfare in my dreams. That was just really terrifying. And I want to encourage you as a creative 
who's submitted to the Lord, who wants to know, okay, how do I operate in this gift, this creative gift that God's given me? I want you to know that you, God has given you a creative gift that is for a lot of people operates more as a prophetic gift. Like it's, it's a spiritual gift that God's given you. And he's, he's giving you discernment to what's happening around you that can't be seen and can't be heard. And when you create, you're actually putting language to what's happening spiritually. And so like, you're going to naturally have a sensitivity to that and it's going to affect you in a whole new way. It's going to affect your relationship with the Lord. And so I want to just like really challenge you listening to audit what you consume and audit how you feel and how close you feel to the Lord and to his calling over your life when you consume that stuff. Like really pay attention, pay attention to what's going on in your heart, pay attention to what's going on in your mind, pay attention to how you feel physically. Do you feel groggy? Do you feel cloudy? Do you feel confused? Do you feel directionless? Could it be that you listening right now, looking for direction for your craft and for your calling, you are sabotaging your own clarity because of the content that you're consuming. You are setting your eyes upon things that God did not want you to ever set your eyes upon. So I would encourage you just to think about that. There's another verse I want you to think about too. It's from 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. And this is where the apostle John is talking about the different types of sin that we can fall into. And there's really only three categories. It's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The lust of the eyes is a really interesting thing because what we see like we can be so tempted by by the way something looks and how something per- is perceived but looks can be deceiving we see that in proverbs 31 and so like just just an encouragement think about just really take an audit of like what are you allowing into your eyes and even as i share this challenge how are you feeling about me sharing this challenge with you is there something like rising up in you that's like, I'm not going to listen to that. Like, I don't want to bend a knee to what he's saying. Because if there's some pride coming in, the pride of life, if that's rising up, I'm just saying this as a friend. You got to check that. Like, take a look at what that is, because that's not from God. Rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. And I'm telling you, like, if you're letting this stuff into your into your heart and your mind, like, you're getting, you're giving yourself over to demonic power. And so... I really want to encourage you. I want to encourage you with this last thought actually is, you know, cause obviously it's going to affect you personally, but it's good. It's really going to affect your craft because what you intake again, like I said, is what you put out. You can't put out anything that is, is outside of what you've been inspired by. And so when you're intaking this, this content, if you're taking stuff in, that's just from the world, you're going to produce like the world. That's why in, in uh, I think it's in Psalm 90 verse 17 it says let the beauty of the Lord establish establish our work. Yes, let it establish our work. And what that means is if we if we pursue Jesus, if we cast our eyes on Jesus, if we purpose to sit at his feet and enter his courts and be in his throne room and worship him and behold him, when we look upon him he actually, he's the inspiration. He's the beautiful standard. We gaze upon him, the author of all creation, and we can begin to create in an inspired way too. We create off of, based off of what we've allowed into our souls. And so the, this last statement I want you to think about, if anything, 
like I want you to hold on to this statement and I, I pray that it is a mantra that goes through your mind anytime that you open up your phone, watch something on Netflix, scroll through Instagram, listen to anything on Spotify. This is what I would hope goes through your mind. You will become like what you behold. You will become like what you behold. Whatever you behold, whatever you feast your eyes upon, whatever you feast your ears upon, whatever you feast your heart upon, that is going to be what you become. I pray that the fear of the Lord really ministers to you in this way because your calling is way too high and the enemy, he, the enemy knows the power of creativity. He knows the power of content. That's why he's the prince of the air. That's why he's using content to keep people under a spell. Don't drink what they're drinking. Don't drink that same Kool-Aid. Reject that. Feast upon the Lord. Feast upon his bread. Feast upon his water, his new wine. I pray I pray that create. there would be a new generation of creatives that would find their entertainment in the Lord. They would find their entertainment in God's word. They would find their entertainment in encounters with the Holy Spirit and God's people. Because when we're in that place, like that's going to be where God gives you insane vision, insane clarity, insane dreams. And he's going to propel you in your craft to flip the culture upside down. So I'm going to leave you with this question to think about as we close. The question I want to leave you is, what do you want to be like? Again, you will become like what you behold. I want you to reverse engineer this, okay? I want you to think about your legacy. I want you to think about what people will remember you for, what your tombstone's gonna say. Like when people think about your craft, what's the word that's gonna come to mind? What do you want to be like? Behold that then. Spend time with that. Put your eyes on that. Put that on your screensaver. Unfollow things that don't look like that. Unsubscribe to things that don't sound like that. You following me? The last thing I want to ask you is, what do you want to create like? What do you want your work to look like? What, what do you want your work to do in people? How do you want it to make them feel? I, I Personally, for me, I've always wanted to make movies that move people. And before I knew Jesus, I didn't know what that meant. I thought move them like a thriller, move them like with fear, move them with adrenaline. And now I see that God wants me to move people to feel what he feels about whatever I'm showing them through my work. That's just for me. My question to you would be, what do you want to create like? So to circle back, should Christians listen to secular music? It's the wrong question to ask. It really is. Cause that question appro approaches the issue kind of like, how close can we get to sin without crossing the line? And I'm not, it's not about rules. It's not about putting regulations on your life. That's that's not that's not the point. The point is, is Jesus the main issue? Like, is seeking the director the main thing? Is that the main priority? Because if that is, he's gonna shed these things off your life. If he's your if he's really the main priority, if he's the one sitting in the director's chair. So I hope that helps. And that's all we got for this episode. Again, if this was helpful, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to podcast, like. Hit the bell for notifications. You can get some merch. The Directed Life store, thedirectedlife.com. Fill up your cart over 100 bucks. You can use the discount code GIMMEDAT20 to get 20% off. 
And uh, thank you guys for listening. You can also follow me on social media at Cap Chatfield on all the platforms, K-A-P-C-H-A-T-F-I-E-L-D. We'll see you in the next episode.